Hello and welcome to Meet Environmental Protectors. I'm Julie and I travel to Europe to interview inspiring people committed in environmental protection. My goal is to discover and highlight commitments in different European countries so that we get inspired by one another. My interviewees can be anyone, famous or not, no matter the job nor the scale of action. So if you are excited by the project and would like to participate, do not hesitate to write me an email or to contact me on Facebook or Instagram. You can find the address in the description below as well as more detail on today's guest. Thanks a lot to my friend Claire for her help with the editing. Enjoy! Hi everyone, today I'm in Slovenia near Borovnica, which is at 30 minutes driving from Ljubljana, the capital city. I spent uh, two lovely weeks here in Perlaska Youth Farm with Aida, Domen and their family. I did woofing, which is helping and learning in exchange of food and accommodation. You can find a link to the Instagram account of the farm and the woofing website in the description below. Well, thank you very much, Aida, for the time I spent here and for accepting this interview. Uh, well, now we start to know each other a bit better, but for, for those who don't know, don't know you, uh, could you please introduce yourself? Yes, first, thank you for coming and helping us. Uh, it was a really nice two weeks. Um, we really appreci appreciate your help. Thanks. So, yeah, uh, I'm Aida. I came to my partner's farm maybe uh, five years ago. We are just a family of five. Um, could you tell us more about the farm? Which kind of activities do you have here? Which uh, species? Uh, we have uh, our farm uh, strives to self-sufficiency. So we have a lot of different activities. We have chickens, laying, laying chickens for eggs. We have uh, cows for beef. And uh, we are also milking a cow or two. Uh, we have uh, bees, uh, we also grow some vegetables, we also have orchard, mostly apple trees, also some pears, plums and other fruits. And you do some spirits? Yeah, out, so. of, the, out of the fruits we make some uh, juices. Spirits, uh, vinegar, and the milk. You perhaps you transform it, right? Uh, we also make uh, mostly fresh cheese and yogurt, uh, cottage cheese, and sometimes also we age uh, cheese. This is a lot, actually. Wow. Um, so you have the official label of organic farm. Uh, when did the farm obtain it, and what motivated your family to seek it? Yes, we do have organic certificate. I think uh, we got it in 2004. This is also the year that the certificate got created. started, okay. was created. Uh -huh. And uh, they were uh, farming the same before, just there was no certificate okay. to obtain. Uh, so we just kept farming uh, as we were farming before. It just like some official or confirmation that we are working on without pesticides or without or pesticides or okay. just organic farming or res mm. we are respecting the rules and they never wanted to use pesticides or like in trends to grow more crops or 
they were never tempted uh, by this kind of no. stuff. Hey, just a little precision here. Um, in this question, I meant input, not intrant. So input such as uh, fertilizers, for instance. Uh, I guess they did change a few things regarding the rules, but uh, most of it stayed uh, the same. So it's your kind of pioneer family in organic farming. Um, well, speaking about organic farming and agriculture, have you ever tried to like convince other farmers to convert to organic agriculture? Do you talk about it a lot with your neighbors? In our village, uh, there are two more organic farms similar to ours, okay. also smaller and uh, family farms. I think they also got the certificate soon after us and uh, so we didn't need to convince anyone. Okay. <laughs> and do you think organic food is popular in Slovenia? From what you know, do you think it's popular and do you think it's uh, mostly in cities or perhaps in the countryside as well? Or perhaps in some really specific categories of population? I don't know. You, you tell me. Uh, it is popular, but only for people that are more aware of um, environmental crisis. It's, so it's a small number? It's a smaller people. number. Yeah, I think uh, most of the people are still searching for cheaper options that are mostly not organic. And so is there a difference between cities and countryside, do you think, or...? It would be hard to say. So it's mostly higher salaries who get organic food, right? I think it's uh, buying. It's mostly people with higher uh, mm -hmm. salary, but um, people with less income uh, and if they are still aware of things going around are maybe growing it themselves. Oh, okay. And do you think the market of organic food is growing? Yes, I think it's still growing. I would say that because it's more available in grocery stores. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe five years ago, there was less options to buy organic food in the supermarket. What you just heard is a song played by the band Tamburashki Borovnica, uh, which they played during a concert for Women's Rights Day. Uh, thank you very much to them for allowing me to use it for the podcast. So in our subject, I have a stereotype that Slovenians are nature lovers, that they, lovers, that they love being outside. Um, Perhaps it's because there are many protected uh, areas in the countries and there is a lot of ecotourism uh, sites uh, here as well. Do you think uh, this stereotype is true? Uh, what is your own relationship to the environment and also how did it evolve through your life? Yes, I think this stereotype is true. Uh, 
uh, I'm also connected to the nature a lot of times for the weekend when we take a free time we would go in, into the nature and do different activities but all of it mostly connected with the nature. And was it from your early age that you really liked nature or did it evolve later? Mm, I think from early age it's what we were taught by our parents mm -hmm. because with our families we, we used to spend a lot of time in the nature. And so it's more of a negative part now. But how do you feel about the actual environmental issues we are facing? So climate change, biodiversity loss, pollution and so many more. Um, have you ever experienced eco-anxiety? How do you feel? Uh, yes, I, um, I am worried about it and uh, I'm thinking about it and I'm trying to, um, trying my best to stop it or to make it better oh, well, a lot of people are worried I think I don't know yes. in your friends you have some other friends who are a bit anxious about the situation yes Perhaps. I think uh, I have some friends that are also they also think this is a big, uh, problem. big problem and important thing to think about it and work on it And so during my stay here, I saw that you and your family, you are very attentive to reduce uh, waste. When and why did you get concerned about it? Where does mm. it come from? I think uh, I learned from my parents that this is important. And so uh, I try to re reduce the waste myself too. Just not only reducing the waste, but also taking care of the nature not dropping the trash in the nature and similar things. Um, so could you give us some examples of initiatives you have to limit waste in the farm and also in the house? Um, so regarding the farm, we're trying to use um, reusable packages. For example, we use mostly glass glass jars for packaging or glass bottles for milk, for example, mm -hmm. also for vinegar, honey. And people, they bring them back, right? Yes, they okay. bring it back and we refill it. Oh. Uh, also, as a family, we are using for, for the babies, I'm using cloth nappies. Uh, I try to buy uh, plastic-free things or also things that you can reveal, like shampoo. Another very important thing is I try to buy um, local and organic. Uh, and I saw in the farm that you have some solar panels. We also have a solar panels that I forgot to mention. A part of the solar panels we are using for the farm and a part of the energy that collects we are selling. Uh, and I also forgot to mention that a big part of our farm is also a forest, so we are also making some firewood for heating and we also sell some. Uh, well, but you mentioned that you also have uh, three children uh, from three months, uh, four months old now <laughs> to four years old. Um, is it hard to conciliate your environmental commitment of zero waste and other things with raising your kids? Yes, it is harder mm -hmm. uh, because 
uh, I have less time, so sometimes it would be just easier to uh, buy some prepared food. Mm-hmm. And, but uh, with this, I I would get more waste. But I'm I'm still trying to um, to make it as zero waste as possible. Uh, but yes, it is uh, much harder. You do your best, and I'm sure it's already so nice what you do. Yes, I'm trying to. <laughs> <laughs> and is your commitment also linked uh, to your children? Perhaps do you worry about their future and the, the planet they live on? Yes, I'm worried a lot. Um, I don't want to think too negatively, so I don't. Uh, I don't want to imagine more what are the possibilities. I try my best to at least reduce the the waste. Um, and if you so, if you had more time, more energy, more money, uh, which new eco-friendly initiative would you like to implement in your life? Um, I think if I had more time, I would be more focused also on um, biodynamic and permaculture and things like this and. Uh, as well building uh, some objects, some composting facilities mm-hmm. or maybe for example compost toilet and similar things. So many projects. <laughs> hope so. you'll have some more time in the future to do. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> okay, uh, would you like to share a resource on environmental protection in general that something that inspired you? It can be a book, it can be a podcast, a video, a website, or a, a person that you, you got inspired by. Yeah, maybe I would mention the uh, Ecologists Without Border. I think you can get a lot of information and knowledge uh, from them. There is also one movie that is maybe very motivational, and this is um, the movie The Biggest Little Little Farm. So it's about uh, what? Organic agriculture or alternative farming? It's about the, it's a story of a couple that started uh, their organic farm uh, and they are trying to do it as uh, environmentally uh, responsible or yes, way, environmentally uh, responsible as possible. Okay. They are also using uh, permaculture. So they show many things that you can do in your farm and. Okay. Yes, and they are farming really with the nature. Oh, so it was inspiring. Yes. Um, and perhaps one last word on environmental protection. Uh, have you got a message for a few tunes? Anything you would like to say? Uh, yes, maybe. Uh, I just remember the saying. I don't remember who said that, but um, there is a saying. We don't need a person doing zero waste perfectly, mm-hmm. but we need thousands of people doing zero waste imperfectly. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you. This is the end of this episode. I hope you liked it and got inspired. If you did, do not forget to rate the podcast, to comment and to subscribe, not to miss the next interview. Have a nice day.